everyone. Welcome. We are the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox One community. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> this is podcast number 145. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First and foremost, he says he likes to be teased, but put an in and out burger in front of him and tell me he can't touch it or eat it. And he'll change his mind fast. It's Mr. McSpicy Mark Haywood. <laughs> hey, thanks. Yes. Uh, I actually was paying attention to something else. Didn't even hear that intro. So cool. <laughs> best best hamburger you've ever had. Oh, man. I don't even have to think about mine. Tommy Burger. Yeah. Tommy Burger in ever. L.A. Yeah. The original Tommy Burger yeah. is up there. Ooh, that's a good one, though. Yeah. I have to think about that because I've had a lot of burgers in my <laughs> life. And that's a good one. That chili burger from Tommy Burger in... In, in it LA, clogs your intestines and your <laughs> heart in the most glorious, glorious way possible. Oh, man, <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Next, by doing this show, he's learned a lot more about his brother and cousin's sexual tendencies than he ever wanted to know. It's Jordan the man, Jordan Paskett. Uh, hello, best thing that happened to you this week, Jordan? I just played a lot of games. Oh, yeah, that's always good. Yeah, that is always yeah. good. Yeah, uh, what's, what's a game? that you wanted to play this week that you didn't get a chance to play? I think I played them all. No wonder. It was a good week. It was a good week. Last but not least, you've heard how I feel about fake gluten-free morons and hipster idiots. Wait till I tell you about vaping and vegans. I am X1. <laughs> we are the X1 bros. We are officially, we announced it last week, we are officially over and up at Beam. We are streaming there live right now. Beam.pro forward slash X1 Bros. Go check it out. Beam is kind of uh, Microsoft purchased Beam. They're integrating it into all of their streaming. So it'll be native streaming on Windows 10, also on the Xbox Live, uh, on the Xbox and built in with Xbox's UI. Yeah, yeah. Xbox yeah. Live. That's their plan. Uh, so if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. I love it. It's super snappy. Uh, it's very fast, fluid. It's a good time. So uh, we are still over at Twitch. In fact, we're also streaming there right now as well. And we are streaming live over at YouTube Gaming. So join us, YouTube for YouTube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash. It's just and we're on X1 Facebook Bros. too. We're streaming, and we're on streaming Facebook. live on Facebook. We are wherever you want to find us. We're there. You probably can. Booyah. <laughs> Booyah, baby. Booyah. Welcome to all of the new Xbox One owners. Welcome to all the new X1 Bros listeners and new community members. It's always nice to have you here. We've got a fantastic show today. We have Hello Ghostly from Overwatch Weekly, the podcast that's all about Overwatch, all things. Blizzard FPS tournament style gaming. We interviewed him. We interviewed him. <laughs> yeah, that's, to him. that's where you're going he's with on, it. He's on the show today. If you like Overwatch, then this is the show for you. Yes. How is your Overwatch going, by the way? Oh, it feels so good. It's like that. I was telling Jordan, because there's so many frustrating moments in this game, but it's like golf. Mm-hmm. When you suck at golf, and most, I think, 95% of the world out there does. Incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Uh, you miss a lot of shots. Yes. It's real frustrating. But then there's that one drive. Or the tee. You just ting. Ting. Nice, pretty, down makes the you, center. Makes lands feel, on the fairway. <laughs> makes you feel like a man. And you just go, gosh, I love this game. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep playing this for the rest of my life. Overwatch is golf. It is. Cause, like... Me and Jordan, me and Jordan have spent a lot of time this week in Overwatch because he mm-hmm. he made a goal last week where he wanted to platinum. 
oh, get yeah. into the Platinum right. League mm-hmm. or the, you know, the rating system sure. that they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm, I'm trying to help them as best as sure. I can, but sure. there are some things out of your control with Overwatch, yeah. i.e. Mm-hmm. other players, and it makes it uh, really frustrating when they leave the match, Oh, I for can. example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or things like that. So that's that's like your your slice. You're like, gosh, why do I play this game? And but you, then when you smash your club into a tree. And then when you have yeah. a McCree stun on a Reaper, then lean over the edge, use your ultimate, and team wipe the entire game or the entire opposing team with your ultimate. You know, it's high noon kind of a thing. Oh yeah, it just feels so good. Oh, oh baby. Oh man, it's just you have that one game where you are going to be playing this game for the rest of your life. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that feeling. So my Overwatch, I played a lot of Overwatch because I care about Jordan's goals. <laughs> yeah. So how did uh, your goal go? How did your goal go? Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, the week's not over, but I'm almost there. You're almost to platinum I'm, level. I'm actually uh, no Overwatch. Cl- no closer than I was when I started. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. he's gone up. He's then, gone down yeah, and then uh, gone many back times. Up, two steps gone, forward, two steps backwards type of deal. Well, yeah, well, I went down and then up and then down and then up again. I, yeah. But see, what, he's not, what he's not telling you is he went up a lot. Yeah. And then, and went, then went down, down a lot. lot. And then went back up a lot. And it's, it's been a roller coaster. A roller coaster because, of emotions. Like, yeah. We don't have wins, a win here, a loss here. We win 15 in a row and then lose 15, 15 in a row. You're yeah. all or nothing yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. You're yeah. all or nothing. <laughs> Uh, but well, it's a good time. That's, that's I love Overwatch, mm, man. I just, I'm just. I wish I could just like inject it right to my veins. That's how much I like that game. Yeah, no. Well, we drug. are happy to have Hello Ghostly from his podcast Overwatch Weekly joining us on the show today. That'll be a little bit later in the discussion segment. Community play recap. That's right. We had a community play this week. We did Grand Theft Auto Stunt Racing last Saturday, the third Saturday of every month. We do a community play. This month it was Grand Theft Auto Stunt Racing. How did that go? McSpicy, give us a quick little recap. <laughs> Me? Um, I really had a good time. Let's. Bottom line, I had a really good time, although I had to take some of my well-known walks yes. during, that, uh, yes, during that gameplay. I just put the controller down or it was going through the wall. <laughs> so you put it down. You go walk around the house, you look at outside, you look at the mountains, we're in Utah, you look at the mountains and you go, those mountains are real pretty. Yeah. I'm going to go back and play video games uh, now. It was, it was dominated for the most part by Toast. Uh, who else was on there? Risky was on there, right? Mm-hmm. He, did, yeah, he, he, did, he won a couple of them. Myself and Castle, we held up the back for <laughs> most of every match. These were very hard races. These are the stunt Super races. Hard. Oh, yeah, they were the hardest that I've played. That playlist was insane. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun though. I really Grand Theft Auto when you can connect to friends, and that is an important part of this. When you can connect with friends, it is one of the greatest multiplayer games I think out there. You yeah. can do anything. Oh yeah, Castles in chat. He said it was a good time. I finished a race. I finished one race as well. If you can finish <laughs> one of these races, you're happy. You finished That's, a race with like 15 seconds left I was, too. I was very proud of that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that was good a good job. time. Does I don't do anything and make it not exciting. <laughs> Okay. You go all yes, the way. That's what it was. That's a, to the wire. I respect you for that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, our community spotlight videos, they come out every week. Trobador over uh, at Trobe Nation, he puts those up for us. He grabs those videos from the X1 Bros Club activity feed. So if you would like your video to be submitted and be highlighted on our community spotlight every week, uh, submit that. Join the X1 Bros Club, first of all, uh, and then submit that this week, this month, February. Wait, this month is February? No, this month is January. But we have a week left. 
Starting in February, we have a theme for the videos. Okay. It's FPS February. So send us all your FPS highlights, whether it's Call of Duty, Battlefield 1, Titanfall, whatever it might, Doom, whatever it is. Upload those and get featured on February FPS. So is that to us? Or we're just just feeding that to the club feed? To to the club feed. Send that to the X1 Bros club feed and uh, get On Xbox Live. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And last but not least, the drawing will be next next week, next podcast for this month's Patreon winner. We have a lot of new subscribers and pledgers to Patreon. Big thank you to everybody that sh- supports the show and the website uh, via Patreon. If you haven't yet, go check it out. Just go to our website uh, and check out our Patreon campaign. It's over there. Subscribe. Help us grow. We have blogs up. We have great articles. You can see the direction that we're going. This is a website, a community based on positive gaming. Uh, and we want to grow, and you can help us grow by going over to uh, our Patreon campaign. That's right. Yes. That's right. And with that, let's get this show on the road. Woo! <laughs> Jordan, what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week? A lot. A lot. A lot, David. A lot. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Yes. <laughs> hey, so before we get into the news, I just got to say... There's this website called Truthfinder. Yes. It sucks. It, what did yeah. it find for so you? So it found what? absolutely nothing. So <laughs> I, I found this website today at school, and I was like, I'm going to try this out today. So I tried it out before the show, and I searched myself to see if it would find all my information. And basically, it's just a de- database that pulls all your information from the internet. But anyway, <laughs> okay. so I'm going through it, and it took like 20 minutes to go through the process. And then right at the very end, they were like, we have your report, but you need to pay us to see it. Oh. And you couldn't have told me that before, <laughs> and it got the wrong person. It got a different Jordan. Yeah, it got a Jordan 27 from Utah, so there's another Jordan out there that's four years, three years older than me. Or uh, yeah, those it's, Jordans. It, it was stupid. So Wait, three years older? What if Two it, years like, older, yeah. What if so. it can see into see? the future two years? Yeah, maybe it can. Oh, maybe. maybe it's worth your money maybe to see that's where you that are. Website, yeah. Then yeah. that that's website is worth it. For. Yes, anyway, it's, that absolutely. It's stupid and a waste of time. <laughs> but pray. Pray. Is now available. Pray, pray. Not, P-R-E-Y. Not the religious so, app. So you just, hold on. You just. I you literally just, wasted 20 minutes of my life. Y- instead of like, you know, advertisers would come to our show and pay us money to advertise their pro- yeah. you know, pr- products. I wonder if advertisers can come on our show so we can diss, diss other. Diss other products. Well, I hope yeah. so. Because you sucks. just, you took time out of our show to just say how much you hated well, the something specific sucks, website. It sucks. What is that the name sucks. of this website? <laughs> Truthfinder.com. Sucks. Not the apparent <laughs> Russian. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, the, apparently there's That's a Russian funny. website, That's, but it's, yeah. Yeah, Truthfinder, you suck. There you go. <laughs> so much. Pray. Pray, P-R-E-Y. P-R-E-Y, now available for digital pre-order and download on the Xbox One. Yes, and this game has a very Doom-like feel to it. Doom- Mass yeah, Effect, very story-driven, but Doom. <laughs> yes. Anyways, yes. it looks fantastic. I am super excited to Me too. It looks like a lot of fun. Out. This is yeah. Bethesda's doing this one. Well, yeah. I mean, they're producing it, and they have other companies that are... Absolutely. But it uh, looks like a fun one. Towerfall Ascension is now available for Xbox One. This is going to be a couch cast yep. for us at some gonna point. It's going to be a fun one. It's uh, the definitive version. The definitive version. Yes. Of so the hit not- archery combat game inspired from the golden age of couch multiplayer. Oh, yes. Yes. This this game was huge when it released on the PlayStation 4. It's coming over Mm -hmm. to us now, and I'm super excited. And for the record, when it comes to the Xbox... It comes definitive edition, baby. (laughs) Towerfall Ascension is the definitive version. (laughs) Boom. But yeah, uh, yeah it is, it's out now, I believe. I'll check for you, but I think it's only 14 bucks, 15 then bucks. Then I'm there. I am there. 14 
Uh, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Yes. So I'm excited. That it does look good. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard also available for Xbox One. Very. It came nice. out on Tuesday it this did. past Tuesday. Uh, Monday, if you ordered it from Amazon, apparently. It so, came? Yeah, oh, a lot of wow. people, I saw people sending out messages like that's, Monday afternoon. That's that Amazon... Yeah, that's that two-day shipping. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a perk. <laughs> yeah, they, they mean it. <laughs> Moto Racer. So, Not had a Moto Racer in a while. Yep, Moto Racer 4. This was one of the first Xbox Live games. Little known fact, Moto Racer. Wasn't I, that Moto GP? Uh, same thing. Yeah. Is Mon- it really? Moto something. Yeah, that was yeah. the first. It was a Moto something. It came with your Xbox Live subscription, and it was the first the first yeah, Xbox really Live game. Yeah, I, don't, I never played it. I don't even remember it at all. It was pretty crappy, <laughs> but it was the first Xbox Live game. It was the first Xbox Live game or one of the first? It was one of the first. It came yeah. with the Xbox Live Yeah, it was like Moto GP to wet your or Moto, yeah, Moto right. something. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, oh, it was cool. there. It was out there. Do you know it was Xbox Live before Xbox Live? Dreamcast. Dreamcast. I remember. You know what's interesting about that? The Christmas before PlayStation 2 came out and Xbox, my neighbor got a Dreamcast and I was super jealous. And they were connecting it to their phone line. AT&T came with like an AT&T CD because yeah. that was the phone yeah. line. And you know what's super it was really inter- advanced. You know what's super interesting about that? It was before its time. It was That was the problem with it. It yeah. was before yeah. its time. Yeah. yeah. But you know what's super interesting with the Dreamcast? What is, is Microsoft collaborated with Sega on the Dreamcast. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then was like, and why then, don't we make our own? And they're like, you guys screwed this up. That was made the their last own. Sega Although they console. didn't screw it up. I, I think, never thought I thought the Dreamcast was really good. Isn't that what happened with Sony and Nintendo? Uh-huh. Like, didn't they like collaborate for something and then Nintendo asked backed Sony out? to make them like a disc based system? A disc based. And then Sony like was like, oh, we did all this work. Might as well release it and call it the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. I think That's I think Ninken- Nintendo That's funny. Nintendo yeah. created a monster. Nintendo, <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, that's yeah. interesting. I didn't know that, that about Xbox. Yeah, I, I actually read that the other week that uh, Microsoft collaborated with. Oh, Castle yeah. in chat says he still has his Dreamcast. I still have mine. Mm. Funnest game ever, Virtua Tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Love that one. game. It's an A B, move your joystick type of game. Super it was fun. cool. The Any memory cards one in the controller. <laughs> Any game that is just two buttons is yeah. a good time. Pixel Heroes Bite and Magic, now available for digital pre-order and download on the Xbox One. You guys should check this one out because I think this actually looks quite... Quite fun, huh? Quite fun. Remember Pixel Pirates? Yeah. How we thought that would be fun. Well, and it the problem really was we thought it was a multiplayer game. And it wasn't. Well, it was coming. I don't even know if it's still well, there yet. my no, research yeah. said they wanted to. Yeah. And... I could not get a definitive answer if it was multiplayer or not, so we, I have we, we risked heard, it. I have heard that they've not done a good job updating or supporting that game. Just, mm. just take it, take it, take it. It was look, a cool concept. Take a look though. at this yeah. game, guys. This is that pixel game I was telling you about. So <laughs> you have awesome. your adventures up here, your map down here, that's and then wait for it. Scroll over your inventory. Oh, screen. that's fantastic! Really, yeah, Pixel Heroes. Oh, <laughs> that's that's what that makes me say. Fantastic! Yeah. It's uh, it looks fun. It's only uh, ten bucks. Oh, let's get it. Gosh, let's get it. Is it yeah, multiplayer? So I, I don't know if it's multiplayer. I doubt it. It's multiplayer. If that's, that's multiplayer, awesome. that's one of the greatest games I've <laughs> yeah, ever seen. That is awesome. Yeah, nine ninety nine comes out uh, February second. That is so Pixel I'm, Heroes Bite and Magic. I'm pretty excited about that, that one. That looks so, so yeah, be good. Be sure to check that one out. Uh, moving on to let's talk about the Windows update. Or yes, Windows, sorry, not the well, yeah, the Windows update, yeah. but the Windows and Xbox update. So there's yes. a lot. There's a lot of stuff in this update, and. Let me tell you what's coming. First of all, Beam is coming. 
Oh, awesome. Yes. Makes Beam, sense. So, is cool. Uh, one of the biggest features is I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you about it right now. Tell okay. me about okay. it. So you know. Okay. okay. <laughs> You know, um, I like to be teased. Yes, you know when you, for example, double tap the jewel yes. on the Xbox button or the, on the Xbox. I watch this and I actually up. enjoy it. At first, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. So they're getting rid of that now. What happens is you hit the jewel once, and the screen snaps. Screen slides over. So and then if you still want to, so pr- right now, if you hit the jewel once, it'll take you back to the homepage, but your game will still be on that tile in the yeah. center. And yeah. if you double tap, it'll keep you in the game and pull they've the, reversed the, it no, no, no they oh. completely got rid of now there's double no double tap uh, so now you're you're in the game you tap the jewel once it'll come the side screen the side menu will snap out okay and there will then be a button that says go home and you can okay. hit a to go home but most of the time at least with me when i double tap i never need to go home because everything you know i just do everything right there in that side menu i like this a lot i like i think it's because sometimes you double tap and it doesn't register. Well, nice. I double tap to, to record something and it moves me out of mm-hmm. my game or yeah, I mm-hmm. think this is definitely an improvement. Uh, I think so as well. And you can still, you can still get to the home screen. You just tap once and hit a, you know, and then take you to the home screen. Well, and the most commonly used things are right there. One, two, three. Yeah. And the store, and then is they up have, top. they'll have your most recent applications and fascinating about the, uh, game DVR. You just talked about recording. Yeah. So they're going to do recording. They're making like a quick menu for recording. So you can just hit the jewel and then I believe on their demo, they hit the jewel, they hit the start button, and they then decided how, how long they seconds? wanted to record. Yeah, how long you want to record. So it was for. very cool. So, I mean, you can still do it quickly, but, like, for example, Mark, you like to record five minutes of Overwatch matches. Yeah. So you can now just hit the jewel, hit start, scroll down to five minutes, and hit A, and you're done. Nice. So it's a little it never bit... never takes you out of the game. Yeah, a little That's bit. That's the part Yeah, and it like. never takes you out of the game. So it's awesome, a little bit fast. Awesome. I mean, I know you can do it still pretty quick with the current system, but it's a little bit... Which, if you think stream, about it, more basically takes us back to the 360. Where you could access all your menus and you were never out of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially that. Thing, you doesn't, know, doesn't yeah. update it in. And and sure. same thing on the 360. You could still go back to the main menu if you wanted to. You just click that button. Yeah, to just tell you to go back to that main gaming hub. But uh, really cool. So one thing on there, sorry, that actually made me think of Spicy Man was <laughs> when it comes over. One yeah. of the first things is what am I listening to? Music. And oh. you decide the volume. You can skip your track. Press yep. play. If you're, oh, if right. you're listening, if you are using the background music feature, it'll have all your volume controls in that menu. Yeah. So, Excellent. I thought of you. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm looking if out If I was for playing you. Forza, <laughs> I couldn't turn off the other music to listen to my own music. <laughs> just so you know. So, uh, and of course, uh, Beam is going to be integrated in that. Uh, they were talking about how it's going to be easy just to stream right from Beam, right sure. from your Xbox, right? Same thing. Uh, faster and more intuitive guide, which is kind of what we talked about, that same snapping guide. Uh, new uh, ways to, new way to multitask. Oh, very nice. Very cool as well. And then Cortana is getting some updates. She's obviously being refined, you know, from all the feedback. But um, one feature I thought interesting is Cortana will be able to set appointments for you. So oh, say you have a gaming club. Gaming yeah. appointments. Yeah, so say you have... Uh, Cortana, yeah. I need to play Overwatch with Jordan in about five minutes. Yeah, and she will then... Uh, you. So you could do that. Say yeah. you're in an intense game of Resident Evil, right? Yeah. You don't want to... Yeah. So you say, hey, Cortana, in five minutes, remind me I need to play Overwatch. In five minutes, she will come back up and say, you need to play Overwatch, like as a reminder. Also, that's awesome. reminder. To, to your device. Also what? Reminds you on any of your devices. That's that awesome. So if I, like, sometimes I forget to shower, you yeah. know, I'm playing video Cortana games. says, hey. Hey. Hey, okay, Mark, go shower, buddy. Yeah. You could also set yourself normal calendar reminders. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Stardew Valley, like, Cortana, I need to go to bed at 2 a.m. Oh. At 2 a.m. 
pop right up and give you a little Cortana, reminder. Cortana, it's Linus's birthday. <laughs> Don't forget to tell me to bring him a yam. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Remind yeah. me in 15 minutes. <laughs> Uh, that's great. That's uh, that's super powered on a game like Stardew Valley. It's like having your own personal assistant via the Xbox. It's like Jarvis. Jarvis. It is Jarvis. No, it's Cortana. Uh, that's true. It's true. It's it's like Cortana. You're right. <laughs> uh, she is a digital assistant. But yeah, I, I actually use Cortana on the Xbox because uh, you can use your headset. Yeah. And she's actually, she's pretty accurate right now and they're making enhancements to her to make her more she, accurate right is she the one who told you about truthfinder.com no no she doesn't <laughs> tell me about bad websites <laughs> okay just check uh no uh they are improving system updates so basically what this is is basically what it sounds like they're improving system updates uh one cool new feature is they will be showing the steps of your updating like as your xbox updates it'll show steps like how much download you have remaining, uh, verify all, all your typical steps to an update, right? Yeah, cool, nice. So they have to update the Xbox to show you that updating feature, but so I like well, it. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny, though. <laughs> you know, they got to update it to show you the update. Nah. But anyway, pretty cool. And then, of course, uh, enhancing X. This one is actually one of my favorite ones. So they're enhancing Xbox One to be accessible for everyone. And what this means is uh, some people, uh, maybe with disabilities, can't, you know, play Games, normally, right? Yeah. Like how you yeah. normally play a game on one controller. So what they're doing is they call it Copilot, and uh, you can set up two different controllers to kind of be one controller, right? Yeah. So they, they talked about it uh, using maybe with people with uh, disabilities or handicaps. They also talked about it uh, if you had a kid that's just starting to get into gaming, he can, he can you know, play Dark Souls, but you can be right there in case something it's gets... It's like the brake pedal with the yeah, student exactly. driver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of like that yeah, with that as well. Um, I kind of got excited for this because, I mean, I think it's great to, to play, you know, with your kids or, or if you're disabled and you want to play, I think that's great too. But I think it would be fun just to, like, you control the gas in Forza, I'll control the steering and all that cool stuff. Or so. or we could do like Halo Legendary. Yeah. I control <laughs> yeah. the movement. You yeah, control yeah. the look. Yeah, kind of like you they control, used to do with Goldeneye. You control you know, on the shooting. I control grenades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That's that actually fun. Hard, yeah. So, but I, I think that's a cool feature for every, you know, for everybody. But you that's, could make that's fun. any game co-op. Yeah, you could. Yeah, really. That's fantastic. So it's intended to help people with disabilities. <laughs> but we're looking but at the big picture. We're looking at a bigger uh, picture yeah. where how does it benefit us, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, no, I think, I, I think, think it's, it's a cool a, feature. I think it's just a cool feature. How, how often I would use it, maybe if a friend came over and you just want to goof around and do something. Or, you know, I just, I think it's a cool feature. Well, it's good to have everything. It's, it available you know, for everyone. Yeah, for everyone. If you need, that, so if you you need that, it, you can that's use great. it. Yeah. It's exceptional. It's an exceptional idea for people that want to gain that you know for some reason can't do it can. in traditional exactly. ways yeah, yeah so, that's but awesome. uh, yeah I, I think it's cool I think it's going to be a lot of fun but they also have some uh, performance uh, you know just performance issues all that usual stuff that they come with an update very yeah. cool yeah that's a very cool update very nice so, uh, for preview members it started rolling out this week so you uh, if you're in the preview program and you don't have it just wait a couple more days they're rolling it out you know they roll more but uh, cool there you go <laughs> <laughs> What is the next news story? It is Xbox Live Games with Gold. Oh, and, and this I one, am, I'm I actually very excited. For I'm really this excited month. for this one. A lot too. of people weren't. I got some. I'm not too excited, and I could see that if these aren't your games. But I've wanted to try all of these games there, yeah, at some point in my life. I'm excited for the 360 game. I'm oh, excited game. for the first Xbox One game. Yes. Mm. 
Lovers too. in a Dangerous Space Time. I would like to play this with you guys. February 1st. Fantastic. To 20, and maybe we can co-pilot it. This, you have to co-pilot well, it. We will, <laughs> co-piloting no choice. that game would be insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because for those of you that don't know what Lovers in a... What is it? Lovers, lovers in, a, in a Dangerous Space in Time. In a Dangerous Space Time is, is you're in a spaceship and you're little people inside that spaceship and... You've got to run to the different guns and the different controls so, at the different yeah. sides. It's so fun. It yeah. looks so... I've watched tons of people play this. Yeah. It's intense. So you can have one guy... So the ship has different rooms <laughs> in the ship, and your little people you're like in the rooms... You the ladder, go over. And you have to run... So one person has to pilot while another one's shooting guns, and there's guns around the ship. So if the spaceship t- spins... You have to get off of the gun controls and go over to the, <laughs> the other, other one, one while someone's trying to pilot. And it's not easy to pilot. It's like a total co-op, yell at each other, but figure it out game. It's fantastic. It's a great game. Yeah. That's, really? It looks I, fun. I don't even know if what I said made any sense to those total, that haven't seen it. Total sense. Made sense to me. And it's beautiful. It's got really nice colors, beautiful artwork. Just I am really looking yes. forward to playing that game. So if you have games with gold, uh, it will be available for it will be available for free February first yes. through the twenty eighth. Also, Project Cars for Xbox One. I'm curious about this. This had pretty decent reviews coming in. It was really the first big competitive uh, Xbox game race car game to Forza. Mm-hmm. A lot of people liked it. I think it was bigger on the PC than on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to jump in and try that. I actually. Yeah. Almost bought this game when it came out. Oh, nice. Yes. Very nice. That close. I believe you and I actually talked about it. I think at the time, Elite Dangerous was the uh, game I was into, though. Elite because Dangerous. Because I remember being in space and saying, you know, Jordan, there's this new Project Cars <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that will be available February 16th to March 15th for oh, Xbox Live. Downloading both of those. Moving on to the 360. This which, one I know you are very excited Yes, moving for. on to the 360, which remember, these 360 games are backward, backward compatible. compatible. Backward compatible, so you'll get all four of these games. Monkey Island, Lee Chuck's Revenge, or Monkey Island 2, Lee Chuck's Revenge. I'm excited for this one because I like Monkey You're Island. You're a big fan of the Monkey yes. Island series. The first one was Games with Gold a few a while ago. A while ago. So And now we got number two. There you go. Which is fantastic. You your that one Island, is going to be uh, fantasy. Yes, that one is going to. And these are the remastered versions, so they're a little bit more updated. They're not all pixely like they used to be. But yes. you can go back to the pixel if you want to. If you would like. And relive the glory days, if you will. Yes. Of the late. Or this early other 90s. one I actually owned on the 360. Yes, this other one, uh, Star was, Wars. I was disappointed by it when I owned it, but I think it's because I expected it to be something that it's not. Mm-hmm. Knowing what it is, I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to jumping into it. Oh, sorry. Monkey Island is available February 1st to the 15th. This next one, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Unleashed, yeah. When I when I first got it, I was disappointed because I was expecting something different. Looking back, it's a good game. Yes. I'm excited okay. for it. Yes. And maybe we'll get The Force Unleashed 2 later on. Perhaps so we will. That one will be free one from February from February 16th to the 28th. Very nice. Any so, sales this week? Yes. Is that next? Sorry, am I jumping? Yeah, no. Am I he's, jumping? He's pushing you no, right along. I, I believe it is jumping next. ship here. What? Uh, jumping ship here. Jumping ship. Yes, the actually, uh, you got the Jello. I saw uh, uh, Watch Dogs Huxtable. on the sales list. Huxtable, what's his name? <laughs> Huxtable. Doctor Huxtable. By the way, if you can't tell, we're doing our Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> well, we're terrible, <laughs> but it, for some <laughs> reason it cracks us up. I don't know why. I, th- I think this is a great deal. You got Titanfall 2 and Titanfall 2 Deluxe Edition, oh. 50% off. Let's, let me see that. Where Very is cool. That? Very cool. Um, also, Battlefield 1. This is one of my oh. favorites here. 
You got Battlefield 1 at 40% off, Battlefield 1 Deluxe Edition at 40% off, Battlefield 1 Ultimate Edition at 25% off, Battlefield 1 slash Titanfall 2 Deluxe Mm -hmm. Bundle at 50% off. I think that's your best bet if you don't own either of those. 50% off for both of those games. Assassin's Creed Chronicles. If you are into Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed, if you want to experience the first three, is that the first three or is it two, three, four? I think that's I the think first three. I think it's two, three, four, isn't it? Two, three, four. Because it's the or no? Am I thinking the? No, it's the. It's the. Uh, I say a lot. It's the. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, Go for it. It's the side scroller. It's game. the thing. Oh, it's the side scroller thing. One. Didn't they come out with one that? Yeah, the Ezio collection, the which, Ezio was, collection. which was all That's the Assassin's Creed two revelations everybody. and brotherhood. So Assassin's yeah. Creed Chronicles trilogy is the side-scrolling ones, mm-hmm. the kind of spy ones. Mm-hmm. Those look cool. I've, we've not played those yet, but they look like a good time. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate Edition, forty percent off if you still want that one. Also, Watch Dogs. If you haven't jumped into Watch Dogs yet, you got the Deluxe Edition at forty percent off, the Gold Edition at forty percent off. This is Watch Dogs one or two? Two. Two, Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2. And then you just got Watch Dogs 2 base game, 33% off. Yes. So not bad. Not too shabby. Not too bad at all. At all. I put, I can't, I was going to try and say Castle will kill. Castle had a funny Cosby. I put the pudding in my mouth and I just dropped. <laughs> it's funny. Don't pay attention to the chat. Oh, they're, they're, Sorry. They're Sorry. going to try to derail they're us They're trying to derail this conversation. Mass Effect Andromeda. I know. I know. Mass Effect Andromeda came out with a new cinematic trailer. I, I did not see this. How, Neither did I. How was it? It was good. It was, it was good. good. It uh, explains the story a little bit. Okay. Explains okay. some of the characters. Okay. Shows a little uh, romancing between two of the characters. Ooh, oh, so yeah, that's what I like. A little love options. story in there. That's what I like. And I've, it looks good. It just looks. It looks like a good fun game. Good. Just so you know, it, it looks right. fun. All I'm right. excited to go see that. Is it on our Facebook page? I don't believe it is. No, but it YouTube. will be. Mass it's on Effect YouTube, yeah. Mass Effect and Drama. The new, the new trailer looks really good. I'm excited for it. Mass Effect and Drama is coming in March, I believe. So Okay. Yeah. Two more backward compatible games. We got Rocket Knight, $15 if you want it. And then we got Shadows of the Damned at $20 if you want that as oh, well. Okay. So just adding to that ever more expansive more backward compatibility list. More and more list. value, yes. <laughs> This one's exciting. Square Enix, Final Fantasy. Yes. In case yeah. you didn't know who they were, Final Kingdom Fantasy. Hearts. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Day of Sex. Okay. Yeah, I've heard uh, of that. Tomb Raider. They, they, I think they I've did redo that. the new Tomb, Tomb Raiders with Crystal Dynamics. Square Enix, on. yes. I've heard of that one. Yes. And Marvel. The I have heard of Marvel yeah. and yeah. the Thor. Avengers. Wait. Captain Wait. America. Yeah. Are they I hooking up? Are they, they hooking up? They're getting together. Oh, my oh. goodness. Square Enix and Marvel. Which, if when I thought about it, that's... It's an odd partnership to me. It depends what they're going after. A game. <laughs> no, what style of game, though? You got to think it's not well, a fighting game. Because that's my first thing. Oh, maybe I'm a just picturing. Because when compete I compete with like Justice, I, I don't think so. When I think Square Enix, I think Final Fantasy. So imagine Final Fantasy 15 with Marvel characters. Imagine. And that's what I'm thinking. No, no, no. So, which no, no. would so be you, awesome. How do you get your like equipment? Do I get like a special edition Speedo <laughs> yeah. that yeah. has like yeah. certain, uh, certain agility Iron buffs? Man suit. You have different Iron Man suits you got to collect throughout I the world. I can see the Iron Man you suit. You got to craft your Iron Man suit, yeah, actually. Yeah. You, you can know? warp. Yeah. With characters. Imagine even better. Imagine uh, Marvel. In the, uh, imagine Marvel. In Final Fantasy VII, oh, just blew your mind. Just that, blew it right up. That did yes, blow ah, my mind a yeah. little. I don't know how that would even fit. Turn based, yeah. Oh, turn based chocobo. Really, now I just really fighting. Blow. No, it'd be turn based Thor. <laughs> 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 
turn-based with noir. a pet chocobo. <laughs> with a pet chocobo, yeah. it's like yeah. a hybrid of Pokemon. That's cool though. That's exciting. I'm really excited to see what they come That's out with. Not Imagine like Pokemon Marvel characters. Like you're the you're the you you're the guy, and you throw out Thor. Oh. You know, or you can go out the wilderness. You throw, out, you throw out Thor. I throw out Hulk. And they, I capture I capture Peter Parker as he's walking down oh, yeah, to school yeah. in your little ball. Yeah. And when he evolves, he involves into Spider Man. Yeah. Oh man. And then Venom. Well, the Venom suit kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I see, I see oh, my god. So gosh. they came this out. This is good. We're on to something. Square Enix yeah. and Marvel, call us up. They came out with a little teaser trailer. It doesn't show anything. It just has a narrator, and it shows kind of parts of the different heroes, right? Yeah. But it's Crystal Dynamics and Edios Montreal. Looks like they're teaming up, which are okay. studios owned by Square Enix. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is the... Uh, general guess that is happening no one knows but if you think crystal dynamics and you think tomb raider an adventure game maybe no one really knows or no one really knows right okay okay what's exciting is they're getting together on a multi-game agreement starting Mm. with an avengers project uh so i see then in my opinion i can see a tomb raider-esque game Mm -hmm. in different worlds with the different characters Mm -hmm. I like that. And it would be the trend nowadays is to have more gritty kind of Yeah. I mean, that's heroes. how Tomb Raider Tomb yeah. is much Raiders. more gritty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Made her real for me. Yeah. It did. It, it, it does. It's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. So yeah, working together on a multi-game agreement, starting with an, Avenger, an Avengers project. Nice. So I'm really excited that. For is that is super exciting. I that's, that's probably one be, of the coolest news stories of the I think the that's going to be a lot of fun. Former Rockstar president announces uh, is a new game. A new game. Okay. So, former president of Rockstar North, mm-hmm. uh, Leslie ben- Benzies. Benzies. I think, yes. I think it's how you pronounce his name. <laughs> I love it when you pronounce names. There's a, whole, there's a whole history drama thing of him being at Rockstar, not anymore. But the news here is he has a game, temporary title, called Everywhere, and it's a new game. No other, no other yeah, details. It's a new no, game he's coming out with. That. He is using the Amazon Lumberyard. Interesting. I engine. did at one time download the Lumberyard engine mm-hmm. just to play with it. Just to have fun. Just to have just fun. To I believe you did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you find just it? Just again to take it for a ride. How did you find it? I like it. Yeah. Very interesting. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. It's interesting yeah, so to cool. see what he comes out with. It looks cool. So yeah. it looks it looks pretty ambitious, so it looks fun. And hey, more games for us. The f- Carnival is here. Final Fantasy fifteen. Yes, it celebrates is. Celebrates its Moogle Chocobo Carnival event. It began on Tuesday, the 23rd, and it's going to go all the way till February 20th. So there is a bunch of highlights in X in X1 Bros Club activity feed of people at the carnival. And watching those highlights yeah. made me want to get into <laughs> Final Fantasy. The best is there's like, you know when you go to amusement park or carnival, there's the stuffed, yeah. big stuffed animal yeah. guy walking around, the mascot type of guy. Well, there's one there and you line up with him as the prince and he teaches you to do a dance and you dance together while your friends have recorded <laughs> you. It looks awesome, man. It's literally... That's a carnival. It's yeah. literally Done a carnival. Right. Yeah, it's, it's literally a carnival Have you in jumped the game. into it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Tell me about it. There's It's just a bunch of mini games. Uh, okay. I'm going and finding, like, there's collectibles I can go and find. Cool things to buy. Can you buy stuff at the carnival? You can buy stuff for a currency that you can get at the carnival. Permanent items? Yeah, yeah, that will carry over into the the game with you. It's more, I think where it's going to be useful is, like, you can get a lot of Phoenix Downs. Instead of paying gold, you can pay the currency you get at the carnival, which is not too hard to get. Okay. And then they have different, different supplies and materials and stuff you can 
buy as well, which come in handy in the the main game, of course. Overall, like it, love it, yeah, hate I, it, don't really care. I didn't spend a ton of time in it, probably about an hour, but okay. it goes till February 20th, so you got plenty of time. And at, yeah, an it's hour a lot of fun. Carnival is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I put on my yeah. T-shirt, my like. my casual clothes. I got the prince out of his prince fatigues. Yeah. I mean, got him in the casual hat, you know, everyday wear, hat, his yeah. everyday wear, civilian yeah. outfit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's really cool. That is, I mean, I'll tell you those highlights that people were uploading made me literally laugh out loud, <laughs> and I want to play that game <laughs> just because of that. It's the little things. <laughs> it is. It A- is. Ace Combat Seven. Oh yes, series. Sky series. What am I? What am I doing? Nah, it's about uh, Ace it's Combat a, Seven. Skies Unknown. Yes, coming to the Xbox One. It's about time. Yes, it's about time. I had the full joystick. He did everything with the Ace man Combat. Had six. the whole thing, or no? I think it was Ace Combat Five. Five. I it was six. five. Yeah, it was Ace Combat Five. I played with the, the controller myself. Let me tell you, I am a pilot and a half. Imagine a story like Final Fantasy, set in. The world of like dogfighting. I feel like it's more of a Metal Gear story. A Metal, maybe a Metal, Metal Gear, Gear, maybe Metal Gear Top Gun. Well, let's yes. be honest. The Metal Gear know. Top Gun. Oh. Yeah. They're similar. Yeah, Metal Gear Top Gun. Is That's fantastic. Yeah. I need this the in The drama's my life. there. The action's there. The There's characters are there. Flying a jet fighter across the city and blowing up other jet fighters that just really feels good. It really it scratches something. While having scratches an itch. You don't an know intense, what itch it is, but it scratches it. While having an intense dramatic story on the ground. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Very cool. Coming to the Xbox One. Super excited for it. Yes. Later, later this year. We haven't had a dogfighting game in a while, besides like the the expansion for Elite Dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Ace Combat would be the last one. Ace Combat Six. Yeah, and it would be mm-hmm. on the 360. Not one yet on the Xbox One. Huh. Mm-hmm. And it's Top Gun. Oh, it's not like spaceships, so. which is cool. Yes. I can actually have the need. I mean, I guess Star need Star Wars Battlefront for has, speed has space flight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it does. It does uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not technically space fight, but it's futuristic battle air battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the DLCs do take you to space. Oh, so well, there you go. There, is there you go. Space. All right, we take yeah. all of that that we just said back. <laughs> okay, it's one big lie. <laughs> Dirt Four also announced. Oh, this I'm. Everybody tells me if I like Forza Six, I would love Dirt Four. I know that Dirt Four is the off-road simulator. That Forza, the Forza Six, Six off-road. Yes, yes. Dirt Four announcement. The it's announcement coming. trailer was awesome. They showed... It made me want this game, It's actually. just a teaser. Just a teaser. And it was all live footage. It was all live video. But it looked fun. It, just watching a dude race down a dirt pathway at night <laughs> in the middle of the forest. Yeah. That that will get your testosterone pumping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Or estrogen. Whatever. Nether, nether realm. <laughs> what, yeah, whatever. Whatever, whatever you have your boat. through your body. <laughs> nether realm. The creators of Mortal Kombat and Injustice have yes. spoke again about Injustice. They released a Robin gameplay trailer. Oh, mm. they did? Oh, I haven't seen this. Very cool. Very cool. There's one ability that I think was cool where he threw his batarang behind the person mm-hmm. and it sat there and then he teleported to it when he needed to. I, I thought like it was that. a very cool ability. That was just I know, one ability. You're but thinking, he, oh, he missed. His he has a sword. Didn't, his boomerang yeah. didn't work. And then bam, it works. Yeah. He has a sword. He has a, it. Very cool Robin abilities, I think. Yeah. They also talked about how in Injustice 2, this will be the largest cast they have, mm. which will be exciting. That is. They're taking main characters from the DC Universe and some obscure characters, they said, too. Yeah. So, which is very fun. Also, they talked about DLC. They're going to have, they're going to branch out like they did in Mortal Kombat because it was very w- well received. For example, in Mortal Kombat X, we got Jason, we got yeah. Predator. Uh-huh. So, not in the Mortal Kombat world, but, you know. 
they can branch out. They branched out. Same. Yeah. They they talked about doing the same thing because it did well with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I like that. So very excited for that. I'm really excited for this. I these are my fighting. Nether Nether Realm is my fighting game publisher studio developer. I, I can see why they are good. Yeah. Well, didn't uh, the Battle Toads hit uh, that other fighter game? Yeah, on Killer Instinct. Killer Battle Instinct. Toads. Yeah, Battle yeah, Toads. One of the Battle Toads came to Killer Instinct. So I mean, you could just why not? You can do whatever you Tear want. Tear down those walls. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring everybody. It's party. It's fun. So, very cool. I'm excited for Injustice. Also coming in... I actually don't know when. Is it March Injustice coming? I don't It's later know. this year. I feel like it's later than March. I want to say May. I certainly hope not. Yes. Anyways, but it's But it looks coming. like a lot of fun. I'm, I'm just throwing a number out there May 16th. Okay. That's when it's coming out. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. We'll take your word. I, I just read it right there. Injustice oh. launches on May 16th. Yeah, see? Great. I told yeah, you you're May. right. I, was just, I mean, I just wanted to come soon. I was just hoping. Yeah. That's what brings you down. Mm. You're naive. Hope. Dark Souls 3. <laughs> David, David's been playing Dark Souls I 3. have been playing Dark Souls Getting 3. ready for the been new DLC. It. Uh, I'm really struggling with the first boss. <laughs> Everybody, so, d- what, what's your class? Uh, knight. I went, oh, that's, I went classic. That's the class to play the first. Okay, I was going to tell you other things, but you got the right class. I went classic. Just figure it out. Then. First, I couldn't figure out how to wake, wake him up. And then I did. And, you pull and out, then you got For those confused. of you who haven't played, you pull out the sword that's in sticking through his chest, and then he comes alive. <laughs> okay. There you go. Then he beats the hell out of you. <laughs> well, first he's like, yeah, I'm a normal boss, but then he yeah. turns into something. I think freaky. I got it. I know, because when you hit him, his health comes down really fast. And he came down, and when he turns into his freaky monster, he just pounds you into the ground. <laughs> yeah. And, it's and then weird. I said, okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird animation to try to figure out like the yeah. hit points and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, but you're on the best class, I think, to fight him. Yeah, I decided to go knight because I know the knight. That's what I originally started. Yeah. I, I played as the original Dark Souls, a knight, so uh, I'm stick, mm. stick with what I know. Block a lot. You have a uh, shield yes. that deflects. the. One of the unique things about this Dark Souls is you have a shield right off the bat that blocks 100%. Oh, okay. Which okay. is big. I think I think it does right. Then your first. Sh- I'm pretty sure your first shield. I remember. As I a knight, specifically went and got. I think it. It's high. It's, I know it's way high. up there. If they it's ne- not 100, percent it's close to. They haven't done that really previously to get a it is high just physical block shield. damage, though. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah just because so, there's other shields that do better with magic, magic and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you got it. You got it. All right. It's just but it's just a matter of just grinding. So it. they're coming out with an expansion, another expansion. So the first one was the Ashes of Ariando. Did any of you play that? Not yet. I don't think. No, I saw it to beat the original game. Okay, but I'm almost there. I'm right there. I just got caught up in this farming run that I found, and I my character like we can't play together. Because I'm skyrocketed. Yeah. Yeah, I got so many souls, it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. And I, I keep thinking, like, okay, it's time to advance. I was like, but if I keep leveling up, I'll just become stronger, and okay. then bosses okay. won't be a problem. So, you, you started know. playing that game again? I did, yes. Let's all create new characters. We can play three players in there. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. The question about that, does, like Diablo, do the char- does the enemies get harder? Do they remain the same, yes. and you just have three? Well, you have, they're pretty hard to start out with, so it's hard no matter what. It's not like you get a new. But I will be honest with you; it is easier when you have other players to like take the face damage for you. Because sure. if they die, it like it sucks because they'll lose out on kind of some souls and stuff. But it's not that big of a deal. It's not as big when and you're as when, when you're by you yourself. die when like, the host of the game dies. Like what what me and Jordan tend to do is Jordan's a knight, I'm a mage. He just sits there and says, look at me, boss, look at me. And I just sit there and chuck all my magic spells at him and we win. Okay. And then we reverse. Does it take it away the fun it. factor, though? Because that is what I love. No, dark, it's, I, no I it's still fun. The, the it's very fun. It's the still accomplishment, fun. the feeling of accomplishment. I would. Oh, it's still an accomplishment. I would argue that it's more fun okay. because you're okay. with friends. Okay. 
And then you have to go back and do it again on your friend's account because it only progresses No, for the host story. No, it doesn't. It progresses... No, you're right. You're right. Because yeah. then we would have to switch. Yeah, we'd switch. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. we'd have to... And that actually makes it more, fu- more, you know, more you fun because you get more souls. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you get, if you're successful. And if you're with certain factions and stuff, you get certain things yeah. for helping someone else. Okay, okay. And what's awesome is when I believe when we're in a party, we're more likely going to get invaded. And I loved when someone invades me when I have multiple people with yeah. me. <laughs> because they <laughs> come in and then they look at all of us. And then they just and go, like, oh, like, I oh, should not shoot. have invaded these guys. Yeah, and we just gank them. Is the invasion, just, when you invade a world, is it random? Yes. You have okay. to, yeah, you have to there's, do stuff to invade. But there's, yes. there's certain places where you have a higher chance to be invaded. Oh, okay. And like the rat um, section and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so, but it's always good to have a, a wingman. The story so far has a very dark Lord of the Rings feel to it. Yep. And it I like that. It's very I dark. really like it. Yeah, it's it's a really good game. Okay, and what's interesting gonna... about that game is they tell the story without kind of telling a story. You know? Well, yeah. you could interpret that story to be a lot yeah. of like it's it's very it's it's quite fascinating. But Dark Souls Three, speaking of the new story here, the Ringed City is their newest DLC way. that they're yeah. coming out with. Yeah, on its way. Yeah, a little bit later like this year. Time. Yeah, it does look like a lot of fun. Dark Souls, what a well made game. Mm-hmm. That's good. So well made. Yeah. Tekken 7, release date confirmed. Oh, And there's also going to be a collector's edition. Tekken 7 is coming out June 2nd. Going to compete with Injustice. Ooh, May and June. It's probably going to destroy Injustice, let's be honest. I don't know. I don't know. That Tekken fan base, those are are real fighters. Those are real fighters. The Tekken and Street Fighter crowd. Injustice is... I would get it for the story, which is a fight. You would. I never thought I would ever say I would get a fighting game for the story. (laughs) I never thought I would say that. But I'm excited yes, for that. Yes, yeah. you are. And then last but certainly not least, For Honor Beta. It has arrived. It has arrived. If you got it... You have three invites. Check your email. You have three invites, which... To your friends you can send. Which, just so you know, they try to make it as hard as possible for you to play through. That seems to be the Ubisoft code. When you walk in the office, they have a sign that says, make it as hard as possible to invite your friends. And they all like slap it like they do in it's, college, and then it's they the head Ubisoft into the Creed, if yeah, you will. The Creed. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a, uh, a poster over the the exit, the tunnel coming out of their yeah. uh, production. Yeah, and they slap series. it like slap football. It. Does. Slap and it, it says <laughs> complicated, not simple. And there's one guy in there that's trying to make it easy. Yeah. And it's just like Mr. Incredible when he gets into the office, and they're like, "No, you got to make it hard." Yeah. Uh, I only kid, but it is kind of odd how they do it you have to invite your friends through their you play program which is it just would have been easier if you could just send your friend an email yeah. code. they just give or you three extra code. code they just give you three extra codes because they essentially but do they want you, three you in codes. their you play but they want so, you in their you play account i've done that many times with other betas i would get an invite and then i would go into it would send a link to log in to get the code yeah yeah. Why do I have to go in to Uplay well, and invite them from there? It just I've I, gotten an beta, email would be it easy. It was just a couple extra steps yeah. that were needless. Well, I've gotten beta invites where they'd send you your code and they said, here's three extra codes, and they'd have three extra codes in that email that you can either give to whoever, send to friends. That's the easiest way. Yeah, to I do think it. that's the best way if to do it. If they wanted to keep them in their terrible universe of Uplay, <laughs> yeah. 
then just let us try to get the click a link and then make us sign in. Yeah. Don't have us. Well, uh, the thing well, that was frustrating is I couldn't, it, for some reason, Uplay wasn't syncing up my Xbox friends list with the Uplay accounts, and it was just, it was a mess, right? So you had, we, we eventually found a workaround, but it was just kind of, I yeah. wish they would have done it a different way. So in way. football stadiums, like Notre Dame says, play like a champion today, and that's what everyone hits. Yeah. Joy Menes over on our YouTube stream says, complicate like a champion today. <laughs> yes, that's what Complicate like a champion. You slap the sign as you run in. Anyway, for all the beta shortcomings, I don't know, are we going to talk about it now? Or are we gonna yeah, tell me, what are your for, thoughts? For all the beta, the getting your friends. For honor, for, for honor, honor beta. Yeah, for, you know, for all those shortcomings, the beta itself, fantastic. Fan-freaking-tastic. I... I was not excited for the, well I mean I was excited for this game. I was thinking like, oh, you know, a fun PVP game. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting how in-depth this game was. Sure. And I'm talking with the uh, character customization. You actually get gear and gear up your character. Mm-hmm. So like I got a piece of gear today where it increased my attack and defense, right? Okay. I got a piece for my sword that increased my attack speed. I got a chest or arm piece that increased my defense and so it's you just really super like cool. yeah it's the really ultimate really really fun there. and what i really like too i was like oh this is fun but and you know naturally i think okay what if it gets a little unbalanced in those uh sure mo- like the arena modes right when you go into the arena modes not the domination mode just the straight 2v2 3v3 4v4 every but no gear doesn't matter it's just the base character sure you don't even get the perks that that character has it's just the base character it's all sword play and oh. that's, that's what makes it or fun. Or ball and chain play. Yeah. Now, McSpicy, yeah. answer me this. This is the great question. Oh, okay. That everybody wonders that ultimately makes or breaks a first-person slash third-person fighting game. So hand-to-hand fighting game. How are the controls? If the controls are off, it would ruin a game like this. So so I played for about 45 minutes or so. So I, I haven't played nearly as much as Jordan, but... Um, I, I struggled a little bit with the controls at first, but I, it's in a good way that you're learning the controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's... I, I don't know if there's a game like this out there, which is awesome to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it really is. How it works is I have a sword, you have a sword or a shield or whatever, whatever. and I have mm-hmm. two axes, or we're two brutes uh-huh. that are about to do battle. Um, I can block a certain way, and I can attack a certain way. And I can see there's a little symbol. It's almost like a Simon Says symbol. It's, I can see you're blocking up, and so I would try to attack you from the side, and you can control it. He can actually see where my joystick's going, so he can block from the side as well. Mm. So it's almost a three-way rock, paper, scissors kind of, he's attacking up, I'm going to try to attack from the side. He countered that. He's going to parry me, you know, and it's a total... It's like, remember when we played Chivalry, and it was a terrible game, but it felt... Like it, I, it's a sword fighting game that actually that you would want it to. Sure, yeah. To you, I don't know. This is what what chivalry should have been. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it really is. It's a strategic fighter. How how else would you describe it? A strategic fighter, and you can counter their moves with your moves, and they can counter back. And it is it totally feels like a brute on brute fighting mechanic yeah. and i it, it's actually quite rewarding when you strike the hits cool. and stuff and yeah. i found it really responsive yeah yeah in the multiplayer so like mark was saying someone attacks up you block up when i was like for example blocking on the side kind of mirroring him and he sure. quickly went up i quickly went up too and it, it seemed very i didn't 
feel like it was there was any lag. Like it felt very responsive, That's good. which was and, good. And it's good, especially for a beta. Yeah. yeah, and the attacks and the blocks they feel heavy. And that's one of the reasons I like like a Dark Souls game or something like that. Like, you can almost feel the weight of the sword that you're using, yeah, the yeah. weapons you're using, the armor it, you're wearing. It feels so good. You know, you know what I mean. It's just one thing that surprised me. Other than the armor, you can get armor every time you level up. But yeah, they yeah. had a total of nine heroes, which you level up each hero individually, which I liked as well. You know, kind of like Heroes of the Storm or, or yeah. any other game like that. You level up the hero individually. As you level up that hero, each hero has like a set of abilities, right? Okay. For example, one of my abilities, I was playing the Orochi. So one ability, as I did stuff throughout the game, you build a, a meter, a bar, sure. that eventually unlocks these four or five abilities. Okay. One of my abilities was to like, was to like put down a smoke bomb, such and such, right? But one ability that I really liked was an arrow. I could pull out an arrow and shoot something. Oh, cool. So there's range. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I could only use it maybe once, I think once uh, a match, I'm not too sure. But I like that they have loadouts, if you will, a kit, you know. Yeah. And as you level up that character, you can change that kit. They have, I think, three predetermined abilities for the set of abilities that they have, and you can customize it. I was really impressed with that. Yeah. Also, what I was impressed with is, I think it's called the Vengeance System, but it rewards you for blocking properly right because this game is not you can't just go in there and button mash uh, let's I, be like honest. Can't. I like that let's be honest you i but i button mashed a couple times and i may have gotten lucky but other times i button mashed and i just got creamed it's because it's a total combo because you have a stamina system you have a stamina system and mm -hmm. it's you have to press the it's like a third person street fighter almost where your combo you have yeah. to press them at a certain timing in order to do certain combos. Yeah. And there's lots of combos. Yeah, sure. and if someone goes in and button mashes, obviously if they're button mashing, they're not, you know, moving as accurately. Yeah. And they waste all their stamina, you can just wreck them after that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Which I like that it's not a button mashing yeah. thing. But if you block successfully, your vengeance meter will build up, and then you can eventually use your vengeance meter, and it basically you go into like a rage mode. You you scream, you kind of get a little extra health, your your attacks do a little bit better. And what I found interesting is when you get double teamed and you have that vengeance mode active, that really helps. Or if you're just trying to get those last couple kills, I really like that it rewards you for being good. Yeah, blocking and such and stuff like that. I love the loadout kit system. There was some players had systems where like if they were bleeding, they can patch themselves up as a perk or as an ability. And they have the abilities tied to your D-pad. Yeah. As you unlock them, but you have to you no you don't just start with all your abilities. You have to like I was killing minions, I was getting points for that. I was taking objectives, I was getting more points for that and then the most points you get is obviously for killing players, but Yeah. Really cool. I was pleasantly surprised with the armor system, which I really like that you can scrap your armor, build up your armor, build your character, customize them a little bit further. I really liked the loadout system of the heroes and how you can customize that and then of course I think the vengeance is just a nice little cherry on top reward you for good defensive play and stuff yeah so i really liked it i was super i pre-ordered it that's how much i like that's it. Wow. awesome guys yeah, i was pre-ordering i was really in and i don't pre-order ubisoft games no he does not <laughs> out of out of, uh, out of principle. principle watchdogs yeah um no uh <laughs> which is a great game but yeah. it had problems at the beginning no uh, i i mean i was gonna buy this game either way because it, it did look fun regardless you know but after i didn't realize it would be this in depth no, yeah, and it's <laughs> visually, it is mm -hmm. outstanding. Mm -hmm. It looks so good. It reminds me of like Rise, if Rise were a multiplayer game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. is just so pretty, and you feel like the guy you're playing. Yeah. Other little things I like is they have an emote system. 
So you could like, uh, basically, I was playing with a guy in our community toast. Yeah. He essentially had the emote of teabagging. So he executed me, and then his emote was kneel down, so he kneeled down right on my face. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So they have an emote system. They, just, I think it's really well put together. The maps are fun, the three that I've played. I've played three of them. I think there's only three on the beta. I really enjoyed it. Super. Really enjoyed yeah, it. I was. Uh, I had high, high, high expectations for this, and I believe. I mean, I've you only think it's played. Meet it. I think so. Yeah. It, wow. It just feel. It feels like it feels good and it looks good. And I, it's, it reminds me of Batman, where when you play bat as Batman, you feel like Batman. Mm-hmm. I play as this. I chose samurai. I'm and a you samurai. feel like a samurai. I do. I feel like a bad a samurai. And just nice. so everybody knows. When you choose at the beginning, I'm sure that matters in something, but it really doesn't. It doesn't. Because it, you can pick, I think it matters in like, who, I don't know, like you support your faction. I'm guessing thing, it's a Mortal Kombat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. yeah. But uh, for example, I started, I chose the Vikings because they're just big, they're men. Yeah. Big, <laughs> big boys. They're, <laughs> they're a man's and man. And I felt, I felt that they were kind of a tanky faction, yeah, you know? Sure. So, so, I mean, I was wrong. They obviously have classes within, within their, them, you yeah. know? Anyway, I started out as the Viking, just big axe guy. Okay. Then I switched to dual Viking. I like and it. And then I switched over to the Orochi. Oh. The Orochi Samurai. And he's I like him because he's he's fast like the dual wielder. Sure. But he has a little bit more sustainability okay. than the dual wielder. You know what I mean? And then I did try the knight, and they're I only tried them for one game, but it was still fun. But I really liked the the Viking dual wielder. And then the Orochi as in the Samurai. Yeah. Very, very fun game. That, yeah. It sounds like a good time. I'm really excited. So, funny story. Yes. I am at my data cap, which don't get me started on data caps. <laughs> so, I have not been able to play because I had to shut down my Xbox, put it on offline mode, which is a whole other set of issues. So, my, is, my box is over here at McSpicy's. That's where we do this. Uh, downloading all of these games right now. So, when I go back, I can play it. And I am really excited to jump in for it. Yeah, let's jump in the beta. tonight. I mean, that's a, yes. it's a good time. I didn't have any... I had We had one... Connect, I was playing with uh, Toast and Scott Man, and, uh, and I Scott think Man. Psychonics. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple couple people. We only had one issue where we got disconnected. But okay. we got in pretty quick. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it that's wasn't... Really it wasn't that is good to hear. Bad. Yeah. And makes me excited for this game. Yeah, very fun game. Did you like Dynasty Warriors? I love Dynasty Warriors, yes. So one of my favorite parts of playing this game is they have like minions as well, little little guys that push sure. the line and you can push, you know, your minions are going, their minions are going. As a samurai, I beheaded three people at once. <laughs> yeah. Those minions only take like one hit. I know, but it was just the animation. It's like funny, I went yeah. whoosh with my what's, samurai sword, which is why I chose a samurai because of yeah. their freaking swords are awesome. What's really cool three about those right off I like those it. minions great. I like is it. in the domination mode. So there's in the domination mode, there's three points. There's A, B, and sure. C, right? A and C are usually just towers or something like that, but the middle point is always minions pushing the line. Okay. Forward and back. And how you cap it is you have to push their minions back and then you cap it and then they can come and push your minions. It's kind of a cool little change to just capturing you like a MOBA, to, you know, but not. Yeah. So yeah, like it's it's, it's it's a capture point. So sure. So would, you have to push your minions line forward to cap B and then they to recap it, they have to push their minions back. line okay. back. But it's it's cool because it's kind of there's not too many minions running all over the battlefield. They're all kind of centralized to one spot, but it's a nice change to just capping the tower. Just then let's sitting go there. Down and let's yeah. go down and kill a couple minions, get that line move forward, go cap another tower, you know. It was and, fun. And I beheaded three people at yeah. once. And, yeah. and 
That alone. If you just want to feel like game. a god, go to the sec- the middle <laughs> go section. Go to that just, one. Yeah, hit it. Because you will tear them yeah, up, yeah. and it just just the animations. Just you're, it's just a good feeling. Great news week. A lot of stuff happened. Thank you, Jordan, for sharing that with us. It is time to move on to our discussion segment. This is the portion of the show where we take questions. However, today we did have questions from Facebook. Those will be saved for a later date. Uh, we have our interview with Hello Ghostly from uh, Overwatch Weekly. But first, I wanted to talk about Resident Evil 7 before we get to that. Resident Evil 7 is the big game that dropped this week. Looks really good. Everybody that's seen it, it looks like it's going back to its roots. Got a lot of hype. Kind of a, hey, let's start over. Let's revive the Resident Evil series. Bring it back to what it used to be. That kind of prestige. Jordan the Man has purchased this and played the crap out of it. Mm -hmm. Jordan, give us your first impressions on the Resident Evil 7. I'm going to guess. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is good. It, it is good. So tell me. <laughs> I really like it. Tell me, how does it compare to, because what is your favorite Resident Evil? I like number five. Five, okay. Um, we got to finish that. Yeah, we Let's do. talk I never play. played six. How does gameplay compare? It's different. It's much more, it's slower paced. It's, it's, it's not it's much more action. hands-on. It's, it's, it's not an action <laughs> game, yeah. Yeah. And, it's not and an action. does it work with Resident Evil Seven? Do you like yeah. it? Is it an improvement yeah. in your in your mind? Uh huh. I like it a lot. Okay. Tell me, what do you like about it? Well, for one, the tone. As soon as you get to the, as soon as you get to the first house, if you will, right? Uh, you see someone walking in the bushes, which is really creepy. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? And th- I mean, they just do a good job of setting the tone. A lot, s- very serious. Very, very serious. Very Resident Evil Two. Creepy. Very, very scary. A lot. Your typical, you know, if you want to call them cliche jump scares, but they get you, man. They yeah. get you. I know you told me that uh, you have to invite people over to play with you sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I can only do it for like a thirty minute, and then I just gotta, <laughs> I gotta take. I a gotta break. not because I'm frustrated, but just because like it's getting a little too. Uh, I gotta text you. It's like I need to take a break because uh, yeah, it's scary. Can you play Overwatch with me right now, just for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. It's a much more brighter game, right? <laughs> but it's it's fun. I I like it's it's all one really well designed cohesive map. Okay. For the first section of the game, the first sure. part of the game, right? And what I like about that is at one point, there's a person following you and you kind of got to dodge them. So map knowledge is key. Okay. You know, because yeah. you don't want to turn, you don't want to open a door and there he is, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. That would, that would suck. But I like that, right? I like that map knowledge is key. Like, yeah. I'm finding different secrets. I'm unlocking doors for different shortcuts, sure. all this fun stuff. One thing I like about this game is it encourages you to explore because you want ammo, you want new resources, sure. right? Mm-hmm. But you don't want to explore because you want to stay alive. Okay. And you're scared yeah. to open the next door. You know? Like Dark Souls. Yeah. You don't want to yeah, walk through like, that clouded door. Yeah, you're like, I want to go over there because there's a box there and I know something's in it. It's but a I risk reward. don't want to go in a box, you know? It's a risk yeah. reward type system. And uh, as you kind of progress in the game you do get better at dodging enemies so you don't necessarily have to waste your ammo because ammo is very scarce sure your inventory is very limited which i like okay. it adds to that feeling of i only have so many items i can't you know yes. oh shoot i need this for an objective but now i have to run all the way across the house to my safe box <laughs> to put something away and then go you know what i mean because yeah. i don't you can just drop items but me i don't want to drop an item because pretty much all the items in that game are really useful okay so it's it's really fun really fun there's this old grandma that just that gets you. She pops up everywhere, and she's just stares at you. <laughs> and it's bothersome. 
So let's talk about pace. So the other Resident Evils, the past few have been very action oriented. You mm-hmm. said this is slower, but you like it. This is slower, that might yeah. turn a lot of people off. The slower pace game. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell tell them why well, they shouldn't be afraid of that. So for example, let's just take let's just take the first twenty minutes. Right there's there's a part where you are running from a person. Right. Okay. That in this, I mean, it's still slower. You can't do anything. You literally have no weapons. You're sure. just trying to survive, okay. right? That's what makes it fun. The intensity behind, like, okay, there's this guy over here in this room walking down this hallway. If I go over here, I know there's a shotgun. I can try and get it, yeah. but I don't want to waste my ammo. You know, stuff like that. So what you're saying is the slow the pace slow, adds to the atmosphere. The slow pace adds to the atmosphere because you're not, you know, you're not God. You can't just go in there and take them all out. Yeah. You're very, very vulnerable. This is you not know I mean? uh, dead. Rising. Yeah, yeah, it's not dead. Yeah, you can't just. That's a good you can't, I mean, that game's fun in its own right, but you can't just hack through like ninety zombies. Not that there's ninety zombies sure. in the house, but even just a room with two enemies is scary because you're like, oh shoot, you know. Yeah. And when you you know you don't want to die, and it's the slow place adds to the intensity because you're it, it's like you're, you're a real per, you're, you're vulnerable. Yeah. You're like a real person. I right? like that. I tend to try and avoid shooting people because I want to save all my ammo for boss fights. And their boss fights, their first two boss fights, I thought were very well done. Okay. I've I've gotten past the second boss fight. I don't know how many more good, there are. Good right? mechanics. Right, you know. I, the first boss fight was really intense. Really. Because it was a it was it's basically if you will like a DPS check. You know, like you he's okay. just a damaged sponge, but he hits you so hard, <laughs> <laughs> and you're in a room probably no bigger than this room right here. Oh man! And there's Whoa. one pillar, and then there's hanging bodies that you can use as line of sight, and it's just really hard to. You know, you can kick those bodies to try and stun them. So there's a couple mechanics you know that you can do. You eventually get a chainsaw, but. That just sucks because I wanted to use my shot because I wanted to stay away from him because he has a melee item too. But it was wow. just, it was really overall really fun. So overall, first impressions. Do uh-huh. you recommend purchasing this? game? Yeah, I do. I do just because, and I don't say this. You know, well, I mean, I say stuff all the time, but I really enjoy the level design. Okay. So the house itself, uh, you'll there's a couple locations in the game, but you'll, you'll see how that plays out. The house itself, I think is very well designed. It's like dark souls. They just have really good level design or, mm-hmm. or bloodborne, you know, yeah. you, you can't go through this door, but then eventually you find a way to get around into that room and it becomes sure. kind of a shortcut or you find mm-hmm. items in there, the level design and how the story pushes you kind of in this direction across the house. I, it's really good. And then you can go back like, Oh, you know, Resident Evil and their key system that they're yeah. known for, right? Mm. There's certain doors that only unlock with certain keys. I thought that was cool. Like, oh, I, I remember I saw a raven door. Yeah. I can now go unlock this door. Oh, great. There's a machine awesome. gun in there. You know what I mean? The, I think the level design in this game is fantastic. So there you have it, everybody. Nothing but good things mm-hmm. to say about Resident Evil 7 from the man, George the man, our, our, our resident resident evil yeah. expert no it's it's a lot of fun it's 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 a good time good to hear that that you, makes me excited you were saying i would probably like this game and after what you just said i might go and well dabble. so it I'm, looks good I'm i've not, been watching people play and i did you play resident evil one or two i played two two same same with me two mm-hmm. made me want a playstation it was yeah. that good it has that same feeling that two. It really does. Just watching well, people play it. Let me tell you that I'm not a horror game person. Like I made it 20 minutes into Outlast, right? Sure. And couldn't do it. Yeah. This game, it's scary. It scares me. You know, they have your jump scares. They they have a very creepy tone. But the gameplay and the level design and just the overall, like I love the inventory management. Yeah. I love the the level design. The gameplay is fun. The boss fights are, I think, really good because there's again, it's that intensity. Like, okay, this guy 
can murder me in like one hit. What do I have to do? Yeah. You know, okay, mm-hmm. let's. It, it's more of a patience game than anything, but that I think that adds to it. It's just you know? the good game. Yeah, yeah, very good game. Absolutely, and the story's good. And uh, well, thank you, Jordan. So you heard it. You heard it here first. To, uh, Resident Evil Seven, a must buy. Go pick up. Uh, and with that, let's get to our guest of the day. Hello, Ghostly from Overwatch Weekly. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We've got a special treat for you this week. It is Ryan, a.k.a. Hello Ghostly from Overwatch Weekly. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. And yourself? Good, good. Not bad. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I think your podcast uh, is perfect for uh, what the X1 Bros audience is, is looking for. It's upbeat, it's positive, it's, it's focused on a, on a really great game, Overwatch. Um, so why don't you introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about, about your show and what you do and stuff like that. Uh, well, I'm Ryan, or Hello Ghost is where I go by across the internet. And I do a show which is focused on Overwatch primarily, but I'm also going to be doing another show that I think should be live by the time this episode goes live. If this is going up the normal time, which is about Fridays when you put your show up, I should be doing a brand new podcast that is going to be called The Ghosties Podcast, which is going to be a co-op show with myself and my wife. It's going to be a oh, very nice. And you just got you just got married, if I remember correctly. I did. Correct. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. How is how has that been so far? Good. Not much has changed because we've been living together for a good five years. So there's not much of a change with that. But it was kind of strange because I had some friends that I met over Xbox Live come to the wedding. And I was called ghostly, like, for the majority of the time of the wedding by, like, all the friends. It was kind of strange, but cool at the same time. Well, I remember you tweeted out your centerpieces for your wedding, and it was Overwatch stuff, wasn't it? Overwatch, yeah. like, yeah, centerpieces. Yeah, that specifically 3D printed for the wedding. That's cool. That's really cool. So we had, like, some of our favorite characters. Like, I'm big into D.Va, so I had, like, the D.Va's light pistol there, and I had, uh, I think it was, like, a Zenyatta ball and some Genji throwing stars. It was really cool. Yeah, that that was really cool. I was blown away looking at those centerpieces. In fact, I showed uh, McSpicy and Jordan them, and they were they were all really excited. So that that's really cool. Um, so why why Overwatch? Why Overwatch Weekly? What made you decide to do a show on Overwatch? Oh, that's a kind of a bit of a big question because mainly I did Division previously, and that show was doing well in numbers. But it wasn't really sticking with me, the game. I don't know what it was with that particular game, but it didn't really get under my skin. But Overwatch has crawled up under my skin, and I just can't get rid of it. It's always just going back to that game, playing with my friends and having a great time. It's one of those games that I think is going to be going for a very, very long time, and people are going to have a lot of fun with. And I just don't know. It's just something I'm really excited to play on a weekly basis. Sure. No, I I mean, I agree, and a lot of, pe- a lot of people do. I mean, I think Blizzard does a really good job um, making sure their games stick around and have a permanent audience. Yeah, um, and they're constant, the constant content updates with, they've got the Diablo stuff that's just come into the game and things like that. They're always constantly providing new content for players, which is always cool, and hopefully they'll continue to do that now in the next coming year. No, absolutely. So the, your Division podcast is actually where I first started listening to you. Uh, I, I was a little sad when you decided to stop because it was it was really good. And there was a lot of Division podcasts out at the time, right when it came up. Um, what was it about the Division that just didn't didn't catch you? And and have you been back since like Survivor Mode is out and I stuff haven't. like that? I haven't okay. been back at all. I don't know. I was really excited for the game. It was looking like something that I personally would be really interested in because it was a third-person 
RPG game. I thought it was going to be something that I was going to really get deeply invested in, but for some reason, I don't know. It just didn't really stick with me. I, it's just the constant loop of the same gameplay over and over again, and there wasn't much variation when the game sure. first came out. I just thought that was the reason why it didn't really stick with me personally, but I don't really know. I was really hoping for something special to come with the division, and it just didn't really stick with me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think a lot of people tailed off uh, what a month or two after release. Um, yeah, by the same time that I finished the podcast, I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I think Survivor has brought people back because that's. I mean, that's a fantastic mode. But um, yeah, it's a shame it didn't. It didn't take off like, like the hype had it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I was really um, interested to like get into that game, but for some reason, just didn't catch me at all. Didn't get me going as like I am with Overwatch. I don't know what it is about that particular game, but. It, just Overwatch, Overwatch, Overwatch every week with me. <laughs> yeah. So how often do you play Overwatch? Oh, probably about four times a week, if I'm honest. Okay. Probably about four times a week, so as soon as, like, kids are in bed, straight sure. to play Overwatch mostly. And your favorite character is D.Va? D.Va, yes. I tend to play more of a tank position. Okay. Um... And now for people out there thinking or listening who have dabbled in Overwatch and um, are trying out the different characters, why or who would like D.Va? Why, why should someone play D.Va? Oh, that's a big question. Um, mainly I play tank positions because I'm the type of person who likes to lead the charge and be in the front line. So I always play tanks because obviously I want to be up there. I want to be taking damage, t- trying to take as much on from my team as possible to make their job a little bit easier. So that's the reason why I tend to play tanks. Um, I would suggest if you're first jumping into the game and you've never played Overwatch, maybe start with something along the lines with a soldier or a reaper because they're really good at getting lots of kills really quickly. And obviously they're good at cleaning up any people that need cleaning up while you're doing so. But tanks are more of a niche role. I don't see as many tanks as I would like to because obviously as a tank player, I want to see more of that type of people being played. But um, I personally love D.Va because she is the type of person where she gets in quick, she causes a lot of damage, she takes a lot of damage, and then she gets out as soon as possible. So that's why I tend to rotate to her mostly. Sure. No, absolutely. Um, Okay, so D.Va's your favorite character. (laughs) Who's your least favorite character to play? Uh, May. I absolutely hate May. I have that gun already loaded for you there. <laughs> what is it about May that you don't like? You just don't like her? May, May has the freeze abilities, She's right? She's annoying. She just like freezes you before you can actually pick her off most of the time and then lines up the headshot with the icicle and just finishes you off. You can't do nothing most of the time. Yeah. So do you, th- do you feel she's overpowered or? Not overpowered, just against certain hero- heroes, she has a really like nasty, like anybody that's a 200 health hero just gets wiped out instantly pretty much. Sure. Wow. Um, what do you think of McCree? McCree is one of our, I mean, George the Man, McSpicy. We all love McCree. What, what are your thoughts on McCree? I would like to be a better McCree. I am absolutely garbage at McCree, sadly. I wish <laughs> a lot better than him. He's one of those heroes that is like really cool. And I want to get really good at him, but he's really hard to get good at. He's like another hero like Genji, for example, is quite nasty in the right person's hands. But for me personally, I'm not very good at. I tend to focus around the tanks. I don't know why. It's just they, what I rotate to. Sure. No, absolutely. Well, I think what we were talking about this last night when we were recording our podcast. And McSpicy and Jordan were saying they, they feel that McCree helps them with like their soldier or because he's you have to be so accurate with his gun. Um, that he helps with other 
uh, he helps them get better with other players. He is like a nasty secondary DPS. If you switch him in with like a soldier, or like you said, or like a reaper, he can be really nasty if you sit him behind a Reinhardt. I think that's the sure. best situation for him. But uh, yeah, not very good on the DPS side of things. Okay. Um, do you play... There's a lot of people who have Overwatch uh, that don't have friends to play with. Do you play with a set group of people? Do you play with different people? Uh, and when you do play by yourself, what have you found to be the funnest way to do that? Because I know it can be frustrating when you can't communicate as effectively with your team and you're playing against a team maybe where everybody's in the same party uh, and able to, to communicate and, and go to the points, capture points better, stuff like that. Um, how do you handle that? I'm actually glad you brought this up because I've been playing with some people from your particular community, actually. There's um, right. somebody from the Xbox group that I just typed in there one day, anybody want to play Overwatch? And it was Lindonia, I think it was. Okay. And we jumped into the May Snowball offense and we were trying to get achievements in there. And he managed to get two of them and just casually just got, got the hardest achievements for that particular mode. <laughs> and I still, yet to this day, not have one of those achievements. It was like getting four kills without dying. I still don't have that achievement, and now I can't get it. But yes, um, I do have a core group that I play with, um, just a group of friends. I play with my brother-in-law. I have uh, like a best friend I've known for 10 years, and then one of my Scottish friends. We play like regularly, but I do try my best to like meet other people in the Overwatch community and get more people to play with because I find everybody that I've met who wants to talk and wants to be friends in Overwatch have always been really nice people and always been someone that I personally can get on with. Um like, I've had a bit of trouble. There's obviously the occasional trolls that happens in every community. Oh, yeah. But I found with Overwatch, there's a lot more people that are actually willing to, like, let's work as a team, let's be friends, let's win this match and get into the next game and just keep winning. Yeah, the community, for the most part, I think is pretty... Uh pretty good about helping especially new players newcomers or people who maybe aren't as good um they're pretty welcoming so far from what i've noticed anyways uh have you found that to be the case i have there are certain modes where like competitive and even in sometimes in quick play you'll get the people be like switch hero switch hero and personally i don't think switching hero is the most important thing as long as you play a hero that you personally know you can play then i think it doesn't really matter what you're playing because everybody is good in obviously different situations but sure. other than that then it's perfectly fine i found everybody seems to be very nice and it seems to be very welcoming no matter what yeah. So is there a specific character that you, I mean, you play D.Va, do you play any other characters uh, by situation or by map um, or I even do. like solo? Like yes. if you're playing by yourself, do you say, okay, I'll play this character because I'm by myself on this or... Uh, if I'm playing by myself, like my normal go-to is D.Va because I do find that tank positions aren't normally filled. But sure. other than that, I do go to Symmetra quite a lot as well. Um, bit of an odd pick. I've been playing her since the beginning of the game, so I don't know why everybody started playing her, so I don't get to play her as much <laughs> anymore. That's a bit of a shame. But I do love Symmetra in like certain situations, like Hanamura covering that first point is really, really nasty if you're playing a Symmetra because mo most of the time people don't see it coming. And um, I just can't think of other A uh, King's Row is another good one as well. Um, oh, okay. If you place them around the... As you get the main like choke point with the wall, there's another building by the side. If you place them on the side, the turrets there, they tend to get a lot more kills than what they would do is if they were on the actual choke. So that's a, sure. another little tip there if you're playing Symmetra. But Symmetra is my like secondary I go to. But I do try to jump between all the characters because obviously you've got to get a feel of everything and hopefully be good at every character if I can be. One yeah, day. no, absolutely. So what's the best what's the best team combination that you found to, to work? 
I always tend to run, if I'm running with a group, we have at least about two tanks, and then we have a support, and then we switch in, like, DPS. Sometimes the, like, three DPS, we would switch out maybe another tank or a secondary support, but most of the time I find that if you want to win matches, like, competitive, things like that, maybe a Lucio is very important in most situations. Like, having sure. a Mercy sometimes as a secondary heal is also very useful, but a Lucio is the main thing that I would say. And there's not enough people playing support because you don't get many kills as the support, which is kind of a shame, but it is something that is needed to get better in the game, and I would like to see more people playing that particular role. But other than that, yeah, tanks, um, a primary and a secondary tank is what I would go with, preferably a Reinhardt, and then maybe switch out a D.Va between a Roadhog or a Zarya. That would be my, uh, oh, my okay. best setup. So do you find... I play Mercy a lot, and I like playing the secondary class, primarily because... I mean, the support class, primarily because... Uh, it's kill or be killed, and I'm usually the one being killed, so I like staying back and healing people, right? Um... Do you find Lucio, would I be better playing Lucio because of the AoE, his AoE effects, or what makes Lucio such a valuable member of the team? Personally, like, like you just said, the AoE is very important. The AoE heal compared to some of the, um, of the support classes, like for example, Zenyatta's heal can only heal one person at a time, but it doesn't heal as quickly compared to a steady heal. If you've got a steadier heal you're keeping the majority of the team healed if you're all in the same vicinity, which you should be. You should be sticking sure. together, preferably with Overwatch. Um, so that tends to be the best situation there. But also, like, having a Mercy can be helpful as well. Her heal isn't as quick as I would like it. Hopefully they'll change that in the future. But I definitely think uh, Lucio and Mercy, uh, <laughs> Lucio and Mercy are the best heals to have in any situation, no matter what map, what game mode is perfect to have them too. Well, good. Then I'm doing it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what what advice... You talked about this earlier, like, um, if you're new to the game, do X, Y, and Z. What advice would you give someone just starting out? Just starting out is jump into arcade mode to start things off. Picking heroes, like, uh, possibly going into Mystery Hero would be the best place to do, because then you're getting a feel of all the different heroes. You're not forcing yourself into play one particular hero. You get to play lots of different things, and you can then find the right hero that suits you. Also, with that, if you get nine wins in a week, you'll get then a crate for mm. each three wins. So it's like three crates a week. So that's a kind of a nice way to get more um, equipment for your characters, new skins, new voice lines, things like that. So I think that's the best way to jump in now. That wasn't obviously there back when the game first released, but I would definitely say, okay, jump in a mystery hero, try out all these different heroes, find one or two or three that you really enjoy, and then stick with those heroes then in quick play. And then once you've gotten a feel of the game and you're ready to jump into competitive, jump into competitive then. Sure. And I think it's important to play all the heroes uh, just to learn what their strengths and weaknesses are too. I mean, and so so when you go up against, say, a Reinhardt, you know, okay, this is how we beat a Reinhardt, or this is what a Rein this is what Reinhardt does exactly. Um, I struggled with that at first because I just stuck stuck with one character, <laughs> so I I was not as well versed in the different characters as as say my brother or my cousin was. So yeah, that's the important thing with Overwatch is knowing what beats what because it's kind of like. That type of game is rock, paper, scissors. If you know this character can beat this character, then you are going to put, be putting yourself in a better situation if you know what beats what, essentially, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let, let's talk about, is it is your new podcast The Ghostly Connection? Uh, the Ghostly's Podcast. The Ghostly's Podcast, that's right. And it's, so let's talk about that. What is, what is that, what, what's that going to be about? What inspired it? Uh, what can people look forward to? 
So it did go under another name, which I'm obviously not going to release here because I want to use that in the future. But sure, sure. Um, essentially, I wanted to do a like a co-op style podcast, and who was going to be best for that? And that's obviously my wife because we play a lot of games co-op. So I wanted to do something where we could pick like a couple of topics each week, and we just discuss them, give our opinions, and have a good time essentially, and find a way to constantly have a way where we can talk to each other on a regular basis because it's going to become kind of a bit of a therapy type thing for our wedding uh, like our marriage as well because obviously being a parent of two girls and like having a wife sometimes finding time is difficult to do everything so i thought this would be a really cool way to do something where we can talk together i can obviously then bring in the interest we both have which is video games and have a good time essentially and that's what i want to do with that whole thing well, that sounds fascinating. That sounds uh, like something a lot of people in our community would definitely be interested in. Let me ask you this, because you talked about uh, finding time to game. This is a question that always comes up. Uh, how do you balance having a healthy real life, right, and then and then and then gaming? I, it's something that we all struggle with. It's all everybody has their different strategies to doing it and different tips. But what what are your tips to balancing gaming life and real life? Well, I think with this particular question, there's never going to be a solid go-to answer because everybody's different. Everybody plays different games. Everybody has different situations. But for me personally, uh, bedtime is when I actually get to play video games. Normally, we do bedtime about 8 o'clock for my my children, which is um, I have a 6-year-old and I have a 3-year-old. So they go to bed about Mm -hmm. that time and then we get to kind of play games and obviously trying to fit in all the different games is kind of difficult. But then... I'll get a good solid up until 11 o'clock and then start the day again then the next day. But it's one of those things that I think is going to be difficult no matter what your situation is fitting it in because there's just there's so many games to play right now. For example, some of the games I've got on my backlog are Assassin's Creed Collection, the Batman oh, yeah. Arkham Asylum. I'm halfway through the first game of that. I've got Call of Duty, uh, Infinite Warfare, and Modern Warfare Remaster. I've got Titanfall 2. I've got Dishonored. I've got all these games that I've got to catch <laughs> up on. And it's just trying to find time uh, when to fit them in. But I find also trying to figure out how long a game is and then going from that aspect to start with the shorter games and knock them off bit by bit. I've just beaten Firewatch, for example. Um, not really had a great time with that one. Had a bit of trouble because I'm rubbish at navigation. And oh. <laughs> a big part of that game is navigation. You've got to navigate yeah, where you've got to go. So that one took me a lot longer than what I thought it was going to be. It's normally about four hours, but it took me about seven for some oh, reason. Wow. So I did a full completion on that, though. Managed to get the full thousand gamer score. But it's... Oh, good. Um, one of those things that is always going to be difficult no matter what the situation is. Like, I'm sure you'll find after naps when they've gone, when you've, because you just had a baby, haven't you, with after the nap yes. period of gone, you're going to have the trouble with actually scheduling your time even more so, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, what I've I've done recently in the last two weeks, and someone someone in the community sent me a picture, said, check out my mobile gaming console, and they put their Xbox and a TV on a stand that they can wheel around, and it's just one plug out the back. And so I went and did the same thing, and that's really helped me because I can take take it into the bedroom, I can take it into the living room, you know, I, I can take it wherever I have. So I, hopefully that will help me get in more gaming time. But, yeah, it's adjusting to a baby has been... Uh, it's been difficult. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it is the first, like the first child, anyway, because I'm on my second. It is very difficult, like getting in the whole aspect. Going, oops, I'm an adult now. I've actually got to <laughs> yeah, look right. after this living being. I've got to do something rather than just play games and be with your girlfriend, wife, or whatever it is. It's uh, it is difficult. 
Yeah, no. What games uh, do you and and your wife play together? Um, to be honest, we got really sucked into Diablo. Diablo three was uh-huh. a. I know you talk about this a lot on your show, but Diablo sure. three is something we got sucked into. She really enjoyed that. Really loads, but um, some of the other games we've played is like Gears of War, something we always go back to, and uh, Fable is another one, but we haven't had okay. Fable for years, obviously. Um, but those are the types of ones we play mostly. I haven't All touched right. Stardew yet, that's something I want to check out, and they're going to be adding co op to that as well in the future, I think. Yeah, that'll yeah. be fun when multiplayer comes. Be careful about jumping into Stardew because it is a time suck. I mean, you jump in and it's Six hours have gone by, and you're like, "Oh man, where? where oh, it's been six hours already." <laughs> I, know, I mean, it, it is terrible. My wife have played it already, and they've they've had that bug. So I've kind of stepped back a little bit to not jump into it just yet because there's so many things to get through. Oh, get very nice. So was your was your wife a gamer before you met her, or did you kind of help convert her in, into gaming? Uh, kind of a mixture of the two. She was like a little bit when she was younger, but it was not something that she was like full on hardcore about. But um, I've for a long time have been really like hardcore into video games like Halo 3 was the one that really got under my skin sure. and really got got me going and then I think kind of like I converted a little bit more into it she loves it now though she plays them all the time oh okay well good there you go <laughs> um what game are you most looking forward to on the Xbox this year coming up Ooh, specifically Xbox probably Sea of Thieves or Crackdown Sea of Thieves yeah, Sea of Thieves looks like a good time. Just that co-op uh, experience with your friends on a ship. I'm, and I'm being a pirate. Who doesn't want to be a pirate, right? I know, and the, like the whole digging up treasure and like possibly losing that treasure because some <laughs> other pirates have beaten you over the edge. Yeah, I know. It looks so cool. Really yeah, that that looks. Well, how? What are your thoughts on uh, Scalebound? Were you looking forward to that? Or are you disappointed about it? Personally, I was in probably the minority where I wasn't so excited about that game. I, okay. I just, I've seen some stuff from the last Gamescom, and it looked really choppy. Uh, the frame frame rate was a little bit off. Sure. So I personally wasn't really excited for that. And I heard things about being like Dark, Skull, Dark Soul-esque. So, and I'm not really a Dark Skull kind of guy. I like something that's a little bit less challenging, where I don't Man. have to try too hard. Doesn't um, make you want to throw your controller through the TV? and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Previously, I had, uh, when I was younger, I had a lot of anger problems with Call of Duty and stuff. So I don't <laughs> want to break uh, my elite controller I got. I wouldn't want to throw that at anything or anything like that, so... So that's that's something that we discuss a lot too. Uh, we mix spicy in our show. He has to get up and take walks all the time because he'll get so mad. And so I've suggested to him, okay, I think that you should have one game that you allow yourself to be uber competitive in, like that. Has Overwatch been that for you? Do you do you find yourself if if you lose or I, he that's he's made that his game. Overwatch. He wants to be competitive. He wants to compete. Uh, is do you have a game? Is Overwatch that game for you? And if it's not, do you have a game like that that you allow it, yourself it, to get frustrated it, and mad? And a long time, and it's for now. Currently, I was massively uh, in. Like I said, Halo Three was that game for me when I was younger. Sure. And then, obviously, then I jumped into Call of Duty, and that was for a long time. And when I stopped Call of Duty, the anger issues tend to had gone away for some reason. <laughs> so I tend to play them for like the single player stuff now. But yes, Overwatch, I am very competitive about, but I try not to lose my cool. I've learned to realize like if I start getting a little bit angry or a little bit hepped up, I'll go off the game and I'll play something a little bit more chill and a little sure. bit more calm. Like, for example, I use NBA 2K17 is currently my game that I go just to relax and have a calm time or Skyrim. Those are the two that I... I'm jumping back and forth. Oh, good choice. Sports guy, but I love I love NBA 2K17. I'm really enjoying it. Oh yeah, who who do you play as in 2K17? 
Um, I'm going through the season as like a, just a creative character. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good time. I mean, that's their genius with how they did that and really immersing you as a as an NBA star, right? Or a potential NBA star. It's that that is I love it. I love 2K17. Yeah. So, um anyways, okay. Well, what about uh final let's let's get this. Final words for the doubters out there. So, people who, oh yeah, I've heard the hype about Overwatch. It's not really for me. Uh who you would like Overwatch if finish finish that sentence. So, if you've not played Overwatch, I definitely think that it's something you should check out if you're interested in first-person shooters. Obviously, if you're not a first-person kind of guy, it might not be particularly for you. But um, I tried to play Doom, for example, this year, and I didn't really enjoy it as much as everybody else did. I know that's blasphemy. I know. (laughs) But I didn't really get it on my skin. But it seems to be very similar in the older genre style of FPS, but it's very good Overwatches. And it's worth checking out, even if it's just to try something different, just to widen your palette of video games and get into some new flavors. But it's definitely something that I keep returning to personally, mainly because obviously you get the new loot, the new skins, things like that. So it's something that is enjoyable and fun and something you'll be able to enjoy with everybody, not just people of the right age for example i think it's something you can play with anybody and everyone well said he is hello ghostly uh his podcast is overwatch weekly and also the ghostly's podcast coming soon to a uh podcast near you (laughs) uh go check it out uh it's fantastic if you're if if you're into overwatch if you're just starting to get into overwatch uh overwatch weekly is the podcast of choice i listen to it every week highly recommend it uh Thank you so much, Ryan, for being on the show. Uh, Again, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, and I hope you guys enjoy my show if you do decide to check it out. All right. Oh, one more thing. Where where else can people find you? Oh, everywhere is Hello Ghostly. It's HelloGhostly.com, Twitter, Hello Ghostly, YouTube, everything is just that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you again. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, man. This is the portion of the show where we talk about what we've been up to, what we've been playing. Let's start with Mr. McSpicy. How was your gaming week? What did you What did you get to jump into? So, I hate to say it, but I, I just played. I mentioned this earlier on in the show. I played a lot of Overwatch. I have, uh, I have a new uh, addiction that I have to uh, probably talk to you guys about. Sure. It's an Overwatch addiction. It's an Overwatch addiction. Okay. Yeah. Very oh, nice. my gosh. It's so good. McCree, Junk... Or, yeah, I started playing a little bit of Junkrat, but McCree, Hanzo, uh, Roadhog, um, Symmetra, they buffed the snot out of her since I last, like... You know, I've been playing maybe a week and a half, two weeks now. Um, but they buffed her like a month ago when I wasn't playing, and now I just got a hold of her. Holy cow, she's strong right now. Symmetra is, on the maps where she's good, she's really good. Like, so, um, I've been just playing that game like crazy, and I I love that game. been playing a lot with Jordan, because we're trying to rank him up. Sure. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I've been thoroughly enjoying that game. It gets better and better, and I get madder and madder, but happier and happier. I can see it's that. It's very polarizing, yeah. you know? So. <laughs> it's a range of all emotions. It is. Oh, man. There are times when I have to just flex my arms as hard as I can, because <laughs> I cannot believe... I'm calling shenanigans. No way did that just happen. There's something wrong with your game, Blizzard. That's funny. That's but really obviously, funny. it's my fault, yeah. ultimately. What, did you get a chance to play anything else? 
Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, I think with my work and everything, I'm going to check just in case because I like how Xbox has their most recent play, most recent plays. So because there are there are probably games that I I don't know about right now, but um, give me five I mean, seconds. You, well, you did play Grand Theft Auto this weekend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. We played the, the stunt mode where I, again, maybe it's just games in general. They're making me mad because I want to <laughs> win, and by golly, I'm not winning those stunt races. <laughs> Um, but I did play that Grand Theft Auto uh, Five. For those of you new, for those new listeners, um, every third Saturday, we have what's called a community unity and uh, event, and that is when we get our. <laughs> your fun- David just showed me something. Maybe, maybe threw me off my game. We every 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 third Saturday, we play with the community, and we just get a whole bunch of guys together and have guys and gals together and have a really good time playing. Um, this this time it was Grand Theft Auto Five. Last time it was Battlefield One. Time before that we've done Titanfall. So if you guys want to play with us um, every third Saturday of the month and play with the community, that's a good time to do it. That this time we played Grand Theft Auto Five. I had a excellent time. Um, it was it was kind of a shocking moment to go from Forza mechanics to this to like a way arcadey style, sure. which which mm-hmm. is what this game is. But ultimately, I. Kind of transfer that out, and I think I finished probably. You did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you did a lot better than five out of the eight that maps that we played. Yeah, five, I would get stuck all the time on like one point. <laughs> it pissed yeah. me off. Yeah. Anything so, else? Um, I, I'm still pulling this up. I was pulling up my my recently played when you threw that monitor your monitor oh, okay. at me. I thought I was doing pretty good with my us and ms. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I don't think so. I think I think it was just an Overwatch week. It was if an anything Overwatch else. kind of week. Jordan, yeah. how about you? What were you up to? What did you get to play this week? We've talked about Resident Evil Seven already. Yep. Also, uh, For Honor. Yep. So Resident uh, Evil and For else? Honor, both fun games. I also did uh, Overwatch, which okay. was fun trying to hit that Platinum League, and you know we're slowly climbing the ladder. Slowly, I slowly see that. climbing the ladder. Yes. No, it's a fun game. I really enjoy it. Anything they, else? They do a good job. I play Halo Wars too. Oh, and the, how was? Beta. Uh, did you do one? Have you done one on one? Yeah. How do you do in one on one? Good. Do you think us doing the three v three helped or hurt your one on one? No, I, I think it. I think it helps and hurts. <laughs> okay. You got to be a little bit better at micromanaging in one on one. In one on one, really? Yeah. But uh, no, it's, you can't depend on anybody. But yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun, and I've also played it on the PC too. Okay, which was a lot of fun, a lot lot faster on the PC. But yeah, uh, that but mouse a makes a huge yeah. difference. Still a lot of fun on the PC. How does it look on the PC? Good. It uh, looks. It looks the same. Okay. As, so it's well, not, I mean, it, it looks. It looks obviously a little bit crisper. What makes it nice is the higher frame rate. Is yeah. You get a higher frame rate yeah. on the PC, which is which is really good. Now, now that you've played it on the PC, when you go back to the console controls, does it kill it for you, or are the controls good enough that you can switch back and forth no problem? I mean, you could switch them back forth, back and forth, no problem. The PC has more keys and buttons, so. Thing, certain things are a little bit easier. It's just easier to, to do, like, to do yeah. a, like control groups, like you know. And groups. but and you have like a built-in memory muscle from from other playing yeah, RTSs yeah, on yeah, yeah. PC. But I will say the control. I'm getting good at the controller. I'm getting good at the control groups on the okay. D-pad, which is really nice because you use your R trigger as basically kind of your shift key or your control key, and that yeah. makes your your control groups is really nice. No, I think they did a good job with the with the controller. I just like the first one. I thought the first one was really well done on the controller. Which, by the way, did they ever send you the first game? We pre-ordered it under the impression. <laughs> no, I have been offline. We could check. Oh, we could check. Yeah, we should, I have we been offline right now. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were under. So I I worked out a deal with David because we do our Xbox sh- 
share. Yeah. And he bought the ultimate edition because I wanted to play Halo Wars one again, play it through. We were under the impression that you would get Halo Wars definitive edition when you pre-ordered the game. You do get it, but they let us know that you have to wait six to seven days for them to email you a code. And it was like, well, why, why didn't you just send me the code now? Yeah. <laughs> just, and just it started it back in now. January. So. Yeah, so. And so since I've been offline, yeah, we I have not gotten any so code. We'll see if we Clearly. get but well, they would send it through. You have the app, right? Oh, true. I do. That's how they I've send you the code. I've checked it every day, and it's not. It's yeah, not it'd be from though. Xbox Live. Yeah. yeah, they got us. They got. They got you. Somebody's. Yeah. <laughs> that guy yeah. on the emails backed up. Yeah, <laughs> he's, kind of, he's going but email by email. Halo Wars was a lot of fun. Overwatch, Resident Evil, For Honor. What was the? Oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, you got into yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Remember, how I was far trying to get all that? the expense. Not that far because. Okay. Of, the other games okay. got in the way, but it's it's fun. I'm playing on the survival difficulty to try and get all the Ooh, achievements. There you go. Which is the hard mode, and it's a lot of fun. There you go. Tomb Raider's a good game. The Rise only the game Raider. I got to play this week was Dark Souls, because uh-huh. when you go offline, the bad thing about oh, yeah. sharing games is all of the games that I've purchased are obviously the games that I would like to play. <laughs> and so the games that I purchase, when I'm in offline mode, it's only what's on the home Xbox. So since my home Xbox is set to Jordan... I only have his games that I have access to at the moment. So I wanted to jump into Forza and just knock so. the crap out of Forza. I did get to play. I did play some of it over the weekend. I'm just going through that, loving that game. I mean, what else? I have a lot. I have new favorite cars all the time. Nice. I'm all about those favorite I'm cars. still on that f- Ford Mustang, the Horizon Edition. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, just, yeah. I just like yeah, that That's car. a nice. The XP. Well, it's nice yeah. to have that extra yeah. XP. Yeah. So here's a trick. Yes. As a person that... Several times a year gets no internet. Sure. Um, you can... Does your phone have a hotspot? Uh, no, it wouldn't be very good, no. no. All you need it. All you need it is just for, for 10 seconds. In. Oh, really? Okay. For the game to check the in. The game to check in. Oh. And okay. then you have a good two hours. <laughs> okay, before it <laughs> Before it again. And figures out that you're not <laughs> online. <laughs> so what you do is you do a hotspot with your phone, sign in, then go into the game, play, just, just start playing. Okay. Then disconnect your phone. And then you're good to go. It'll oh. say you're offline, but then you can just keep well, playing. There you go. Yeah. I'm there. I could do that. Tips. Yeah. Right here. Real world tips. <laughs> so if I'm in, well, can I just fire up my internet? Log, you can do that too. Log yeah. in and then just turn it off? Yep. Yeah. From my console? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're tricking the system, baby. Oh, you, where were you a week ago? <laughs> where was I was this here playing Overwatch. <laughs> where was yeah. this information? I was a block yeah. away. So I have played Dark Souls, jumped into that. I'm not very far, clearly. Fun the game. tutorial zone. I'm excited for really you. Really good. I, what I love about that game, the artwork. The artwork gets me in that game. The gritty, uh, bigger-than-life artwork is what I love. Mm-hmm. And it feels so good. I'm really excited to play that game. Man, I'm going to play it again, too. Yeah. Jeez. See that? Yeah. I brought you back, baby. Yeah. I'm I brought right you there back. Again. <laughs> Ooh, I'm here. <laughs> and with that, that is another X1 Bros podcast Ooh, wait episode. did we do we have any questions not this week because we have the overwatch interview, interview. oh that's right what am yeah. i doing what are you doing <laughs> i don't know well, why don't you tell everybody hey. what you'll be up to this week and where they can find you mm-hmm. so everybody this week you can find me on the xbox live service my gamer tag is mr mcspicy um i i add everyone Back as long as I have room to add everyone we're back. We're getting close. We're getting we close. We think we're close to the limit. We're getting close to the limit. So we might have to make new policies here. <laughs> we'll figure something yeah. out. We'll make some calls. <laughs> um, but um, I'll be playing Overwatch for sure. I'm probably going to be playing some Dark Souls. Um, 
and I want to get back into Halo Wars again because I really like that. It's and, over, I think. Oh, the beta well, is? It should, it, I think it's ending in the next couple of days, so you got to get into it quick. I got to do it. Uh, and then, f- of course, For Honor. Yeah. I'll try to max out that beta as well. Uh, I'm t- on Twitter as well. You can find me at Mr. McSpicy. And uh, that's it. Yep. Jordan, how about you? Uh, Jordan the Man XOB everywhere. Uh, I'll probably be playing Overwatch again. Okay. For Honor through the weekend. And then, of course, maybe I'll try and finish up Resident Evil. Absolutely. Yeah. IMX1 bros everywhere. Don't forget to like our Facebook page. Don't forget to like our YouTube channel. And now don't forget to like us and follow us over at beam. Beam.pro forward slash X1 bros. We are everywhere, baby. Woo! I will be playing For Honor this weekend, and I'm going to try and trick my system so that I can play Forza. Although yes! February 1st, I'm back. Unlimited internet, baby. <laughs> Unlimited internet. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We love doing the show. We love hanging out with you guys. Discord. Go join our Discord channel. Join us everywhere. See ya.